Welcome to the Gym Life Podcast. Welcome to the Gym Life Podcast. First time for the podcast in the gym. My business partner, my doctor, I think everybody's doctor, like, just so happy that we're finally doing this together. Dr. Jim Stepani, guys. Yes. Awesome. Awesome to be here on our own, on our own podcast, our, on our right? own <laughs> podcast. but the way things go with shooting and whatnot, uh, getting content, you know, we're, we're right. running in two different directions half the time. So, um, it's not that often that we actually do get to like get sit together down and, actually and have, make content yeah. together, kind of like the old days. So. I know. And, and, you know, it's funny because you and I talked about that. You know, it's always like we, we, we talk, we get on these calls and we have our weekly calls where, you know, it's like so much about like, okay, we have our business discussions for jimstepani.com and then the next day it's like product and the next day it's like, you know, uh, marketing and then like, hey, when do you and I ever get a chance yeah. to even... And then the legal, yeah, the legal things. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then Jim's just always out there like doing content every single day in the schedules and so... Finally, I think it was, you know, last week we, we were talking about, you know, how important it is, I think, for at least at some point you and I just doing kind of what we used to do. Yeah, I mean, now the Gym Life, what I like about the Gym Life podcast as well as the um, Gym uh, Facebook group, you know, the Gym Army Facebook group, is that it sort of exists beyond me. Um, and so it allows us to gather different content than just content that's generated by me, you know right. what I'm saying? So, um but every once in a while, I pop on the Gym Army page, and right. every once in a while, I'm popping in on the Gym Life. Well, I, I, podcast, I so. mean, you, you know me, Jim. Like, I, I will take any opportunity for you and I to sit there and chat. Because I think just as... Yeah, and I think we'll do this more often as we well. Need, yeah, I, I, I really think it's important because there's so much out there. Because as I've always said, you know, like, you've always been the source of information that people go to. And I think that's ultimately how this brand started, right? Was right. me as a young kid, just looking at the stuff that you were writing, looking at what the marketplace and just being very yeah. curious. Yeah. And we're going back now to muscle and fitness. Yeah, that's right. So for those of you who don't know, so Jim and I met in 2002, 2003, and I was 22 and 20 years ago. 20, God, Jesus. No, we're dating ourselves. Right. But I, I literally would annoy him and I was interestingly enough, you know, do you remember who? No, it was not that annoying because you brought, you asked me about bands. <laughs> That's right. And I was just like, hey, somebody who doesn't think bands are for women, <laughs> you know, like, right. I'm right. like, what did you say? Did you say bands? <laughs> yes. Let me tell you about the science of bands. Like, <laughs> do these things work? And you guys should have seen Jim's office. I was so excited that somebody else wanted to talk about bands. It was, it, it, it was, it was cool. <laughs> like, we, you know, we had a lot of great conversations, but Ultimately, that's how it started, was yeah. asking questions. And I just remember when I would have that opportunity with you. I, I, I kind of felt bad, but I didn't at the same time because I was just very curious. And and every time, like his door used to be locked, but it, you knew he was in there. And I, I was the only one with the courage enough to kind of like knock. And he'd be like, what? Come on in and come in. And his office was like, if you took this entire gym and consolidated it, I think down into like. Right, into the bathroom. Yeah, it's like <laughs> product in drawers, product over here. And I just had questions because you would get to read what you would write in the magazines. And sometimes, you know, 
my background, as you and I know, like I was a sports medicine guy, but they don't they don't teach you supplementation and no, no, there is no course right uh, in in supplementation and 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 so my and boy, going now that you're mentioning all those drawers, I I wish I had some of those products just as a sort of uh, museum, you know, right, right. Except the one that puts you underneath the desk. (laughs) (laughs) So this is why, and we'll, we'll get into it, but this is why ingredient dosing is so important. Exactly. Jim, when you, when people say like, you know, oh, I had a bad experience of something because the dose was something reaction. I've already tried. I've tried maximum doses, probably every ingredient, good and bad experiences. (laughs) (laughs) It it, it was, and and I I won't mention the guy's name, but he's out there and he's, you know, a, a, a bro scientist. Well, anyway, but it was Hooperzine. It was Hooperzine. Hooperzine uh, at about, uh, I think it was a hundred times the, the upper limit dose. Because it was, it forgot the micrograms was. Yeah, it's in micrograms, but they put it in milligrams. Um, A horrible experience. Now, Dynamine, on the other hand, I've, had the same experience. Somebody did the math wrong. Same thing. And instead of taking, uh, what was it, 50 milligrams, I got something like 5,000, five grams. But it was, it, it was a good experience. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't end up in Vegas like walking the streets at 3 a.m., did you? <laughs> no, it wasn't like fear and loathing. <laughs> But, uh, but dynamine, or we'll get into dynamine a little bit, right. um, is a little, um, it's a bit of a drug-like experience, especially when you're taking that high dose. But the nice thing was, is there's no crash with it. Um, and it's such a short half-life that it doesn't ruin your day. So, right. But anyway. It, it makes a good experience. Well, that, look, I, I mean, the, the cool thing is, is that for anybody who's listening is, this is literally how y- you and I sat down and I was just, I, I, I was frustrated you know and because i had all these questions and i would get the information from you but i think like when you're trying to explain something that doesn't exist it was really hard for me to interpret like what you're saying when you're like mike you know when it comes to supplementation you know you need like you can tell me how to do a a, a dumbbell curl properly and i can go pick up a dumbbell and do it based on that technique but when this all started, I think that was just kind of like that aha moment was you and I really doing this. And yeah. And the, and the thing was, is you were, you were, uh, responsible for selling ads in the right. magazine. So right. he was working with these supplement brands and my responsibility was to promote them and teach people how to use them and why they were beneficial. Um, however, as we got into what 2011 right. after 2010 got after bad. we've been there about 10 years um it started going bad in the in the 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 thing that really pissed me off was when supplement companies were lying to consumers right. that products were concentrated and right. that a three gram dose was equivalent right. to, you know, 10 or whatever. You know, they're claiming that the branch chains in their pre-workout are concentrated versus right. the branch chains in others. And that's why you don't need a full dose. Wrong, wrong. Right. But you that's know. what I, end, but, and, and I'll be honest with you, and you know this, and maybe many, many people don't, is that. I didn't even understand when you would say, Mike, these things are proprietary blends. Like, so a proprietary blend to me from a consumer standpoint, and again, Jim knows this because we talked about it. It was like, it's their secret formula. It's like Coca-Cola. Yeah. They're not, they're they're, they're not allowed to give it The Kentucky fried chicken recipe. Right. You know, it's under lock and key, right? And it's like, then I told you, no. Yeah. The real truth of the matter. I mean, we would, I would love 
for that to be the case. I would love for that to have been the case that these companies had such powerful formulations, scientifically backed, um, tested, and you know, and they didn't want anybody else to really know how much of this to put in than that to put in to get the effect, you know. Um, But you were the first one doing it. The reality one to call that out. The reality of it was they weren't. They were hiding that they were underdosing. That's what the thing is and, then, and that's the problem with the industry really it's 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 a business it's a business in fact i had no plans to ever get into the supplement business right because i'm not a businessman and i understand the work that it takes to build a brand um, but i was so so frustrated when there was nothing that i could actually recommend for our readers of muscle and fitness right. to take so I was recommending my own right. recipe, my own formulation, right? right? You take this much creatine, you take this much beta alanine, this much betaine before your workouts. And by thousands and thousands of users, everybody loved it, right? Right. When you would say that, I would go out and try to find the brand. Exactly. And say, oh, uh, Cytospore. And this has the amount of beta alanine that Jim recommends. And it's but like, that, no. no. Yeah, nothing, right. And, and remember, we would, we would go in the magazine, and you would write, like, this article. We actually have one uh, framed in the office. It was uh, post-workout recovery. And you talked about dextrose, even alpha-lipoic acid, um, uh, betaine, and I think beta-alanine. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like, you know, the ingredients. Yep. And then right below it, it was, like, basically what I did, which was there was, like, six products. That would have these ingredients. But it didn't. Right, it not didn't. at the proper doses. Right, it didn't, and I didn't know that because right. I because I was like, where can I buy this product that you would recommend? And I remember you telling me, and I'll, I won't name the brand, but I brought that product up to you. I'm like, dude, what? you're like, you're taking that shit. <laughs> I'm like, right. yeah. You're like, Don't there's take- no creatine in there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's creatine listed on the label, right. but. Yeah, there's uh, nothing. As effective dose, it's it's pretty much pixie dust. So I think from a consumer standpoint, like, you're pissed off, but, like, why did you want to, like, start Jim? Like, I, I there's a story yeah, behind it, but it, what, you, it, like, why? I, I wanted people to see what a real supplement should look, you know, what, right. what and that's why I started with pre-Jim, right? right? We started with well, pre-workout. But why pre Why not protein at the time? So, well, with, I mean, with protein... So most, I think most of the lying in the supplement industry was in the pre-workout right. category, right? And that's what the concentrated, this is concentrated, this has this in it, this has this, this does this. Um, they were putting in these questionable stimulants. Um, protein, on the other hand, we can get into protein spiking, which is why we, I finally came up. But I had, no in, I had no intentions of starting a supplement business. And even when I started um, pre-gym, it was really going to be pre-gym and post-gym. Yep. Uh, and pretty much that was it because, A, you really couldn't make much money in the protein category, and it was so saturated with brands that already sort of owned the landscape and people were just buying, like, Optimum, right? Right, right. So to kind of create a protein that could compete with them uh, would be hard until it was protein spiking right. started. And protein spiking is you take an amino acid, and now when we're talking about amino acids, we usually think about the amino acids that are building blocks for our muscle, like the branch chain amino acids, leucine, isoleucine, arginine, you're thinking of glutamine, right. 
um, even methionine and lysine, all these essential. But what they were doing is putting in amino acids like taurine. Glycine. Yeah, which right. are cheap. And, but taurine's not, glycine at least goes right. to muscle building. Taurine right. isn't even used for muscle building, right? But it contains nitrogen, and that's how they measure the protein content in the protein right. powder. So you put in all these other nitrogen sources, and suddenly your protein... And that was spiking. Is, and so if they, let's just say it was whey, just to, right. just to make it simple, you've got a container of whey protein, and on the uh, back of the label says 20 grams of protein, but five to even 10 grams of that isn't actual pro whey protein. It's amino you, you, acids. You think you're getting And not even whey. amino right. acids that are building blocks. It's right. things like taurine. Yeah, taurine has benefits. It's in pre-gym, it's in post-gym. Right. We want to keep our muscles high in taurine for energy levels, but... For muscle building, it has nothing. It's just a way for them to cheapen their price, Costs, right? Right, their costs. But that, so, but that was the ultimate decision because I remember when that was going on. Because I remember we were working obviously with Bodybuilding.com at the time we were exclusive, and they're like, you know, um, why don't why don't you? Do, and if I remember, they're like, why don't why don't you just guys just do a protein powder? Like, why? But then I remember when that started came, coming out, and people were asking you. And I went down and I'm like, Jim, what is protein spiking? And you were like looking around to try and like show me the example on the bottle. And I think that's where you're like, we should just do our own so I can actually show people what, what, exactly. what it needs and, to and be. And that's really the right. whole basis of the gym line that these are actual tools that I use to educate. That's what right. I am, an educator, right? So I'm not a businessman. So how do I develop i'll debate you on um, that you are kind of good at it i'm just saying i know you don't but, like the, you but are you know but again because i'm an educator i right. educate right i don't sell people supplements i educate them on right. why these can help you and right. it sells because of that right so that was the whole point was how do i create a business that's based on education and right. it's by creating the actual products that are the educators right, right. if i tell you how much betaine, beta alanine you should have in your pre-workout, how much branch chains. Um, that's one thing. But then to go find it, like you said, is tough. So instead of me just, right. right, trying to say this is what you need, and hey, by the way, it's not out there. Right. Here it is. Well, and you, again, with pre-gym, the formula was already out there. The, right. the foundational formula was already out there, and people were using right. it already. So when I launched pre-gym, when we launched pre-gym in 2013, July 19th exactly, it was an overnight success because people already knew the formula worked. Well, that, and it provided, and you and I talked about always being bulletproof in everything because I remember when we were talking about doing it, you know, when we early on and, and you're like, look, I don't, you wanted to protect your integrity, you know, as an educator, as somebody, as a resource for people to come to to say, Jim, what do I take? And without being biased, and I think that's when you and I had a lot of dialogue. It's like, you're not being biased when you're authentic. And the nice thing about that history, like 10 decade of writing about this stuff. I remember when, you know, you, cause we took a lot of shots, a lot of shots from the critics as well as um, some of the other brands, more importantly, who would sure. hire these guys to criti criticize and right. say, Oh, Jim Stepani finally sold out. But we had 10 years of publishing where it's like, he didn't sold out. He's been telling you what to do for the last 10 years. But all you guys are just, I'm sorry to say, kind of 
scammy to where yeah. you didn't listen and do what he did because it was too expensive. Yeah. And the, the reason they said I sold out is because I was no longer helping them sell that. And that's the thing. <laughs> right. right? And the, now I'm not, no longer, right? right. I, I was the darling of the supplement industry. Right. Because at Muscle and Fitness, I'm telling people about ingredients right. and how to use them. And every simple manufacturer out there right. loves me because I'm basically selling their products right. for them because I wasn't, you know, putting a brand on there, but telling exactly. them. So everybody in the civil industry, then when I suddenly had my own brand, the uh, entire it, industry hated me. Well, we had, we, exactly. <laughs> and, and to verify that, guys, I'm not joking you. Because I was always in contact with all the, the supplement companies for advertising and publishing and marketing and all that stuff. And it was like, they all wanted access to you. Remember when I used to ask you like to come on trips and stuff? Yep. We went on a few together and there was one time you were like, dude, I'm never going on a trip again with that guy. But these brands guys were so aware of Jim that when it got kind of towards the tail end, we even had Yeah, now of course, for those who right. who are who are younger, this is this is going back before social media, even before Way the before internet. Social media, right. I mean, bodybuilding.com really didn't even exist yet. I mean, right. they were there, but they were they were not the powerhouse. They were in a garage. They yeah. were literally working. He was working out of his garage in two thousand and two, I believe. Yep. Right, still. Yep. So, yep. so again, these were the magazines, and it was like the sole source that everyone got their information from. Right. So everyone knew, yeah, who I was. Now you go on right. and you can. It's, you can go to any, you know, Instagram and there's 40,000 people telling you how to work out. And that's, and that's the thing about, and I do want to get into that because I'm, I got a little bit of a chip on my shoulder about that, um, is that if you're new to this brand and you're new listening in, and, and this is, look, it's not a self-serving interest because Jim and I are business partners and we have a, a mutual interest in the success of this brand, but the authenticity of who you are it's like, and we've talked about this before, be, all the education and all the things that you did, you never had the intent to do this, but it was like the industry called somebody. It needed somebody at that time to kind of set a balance to it. And you were that guy. In 2003, for those of you who don't know, Jim was supposed to be the lead on a, on a group. We were trying to form a group of like setting an industry standard to not allow some of the stuff that was going on in the times, which would result in, in nefarious products being brought yeah, to marketplace, right. a regulatory body. Jim was called to be basically the arbiter of truth, if you will, of, of, of misclassifications of products that would essentially be brought to the market. So what, what that means is, is let's say I wanted to start a, a supplement brand and I get somebody to financially back me, I cheapen my ingredients, and then I go ahead and I bring it to GNC and bring it to the marketplace. It would go through a process in which it would cross Jim's desk. Right. And we would make sure right. that, A, the ingredients that were used were right. proper ingredients, safe, effective, and more right. importantly, the dosing. Right. If they're putting in 500 milligrams of creatine, no. Right. That would be a no. But again, um, that would have required a lot of the supplement manufacturers to agree to this. <laughs> and, and they didn't. And that's the problem. You right. know, there's you're never going to get. And we sat in a room, so we were in... It was like 2003 because the same year that I think. And, I, and, and right. to be honest, we're not the only people who've tried this. Others no. have, you know, others uh, that we know as well have tried this past, more previously. Um, but getting a regulatory body together on the science of supplements is, 
But like you said, there's, it goes back to your comment. There's no degree in supplements. So how do you, how do you regulate the science of it when there's no, you can't get a degree in it. So who's, who's deciding what's correct and what's not correct. But what people think about the supplement industry is that it's BS. But when you remember, where did aspirin come from? It came from the bark of the willow tree. It was a supplement at one time. Ayurvedic medicine. Salicylic acid. That's what it is, right? So most medicines started as a natural compound, which is is what supplements are, right? They're they're chemicals, phytochemicals, usually right from plants, that have properties that are beneficial to humans when you take them. Um, The pharmaceutical industry is heavily regulated, but the supplement industry is not right you know and and again it gets back to the fact that there's nobody teaching anybody about supplements there's there's nowhere to go well the consumers had no at an institutionalized yeah. right. setting higher education can you go to learn about supplements well you said you you used an analogy one time i remember we were sitting outside of uh the renaissance hotel in vegas and you kind of use the analogy of like you use a lot but you said imagine if the food industry could get away with putting in high fructose corn syrup and trans fats in foods right they would, they yes, would. It, of course, it, it, but it but t- it was consumers, consumers who, said, no, who said no, right? No, I don't want trans fats. I'm not. If you get trans fats in your product, I'm not buying it. So getting back to the pre workout, that's sort of what we did yeah. with the pre workout exactly. is we educated people and sort of set that bar for them. Look, look, you guys already, you're the ones who got rid of trans fats. Right. It wasn't the food industry. It was you, the consumer. You got rid of them. You just said no. We're not buying this product. That forced food manufacturers to take it out because you wouldn't buy their products if they kept it in there, right? right? So that's what I was trying to do, what we were both trying to do, is educate the consumer on saying no to the proprietary blends, to the concentrates. Don't give them your, you're, you're giving people money to continue lying to you. Right. And, and, and the thing is, it's not completely gone because i think no of course not it never will be unfortunately well and and i think that's and and it gets to the fact that people don't know enough about supplements so you can tell them it's concentrated those concentrated supplements were 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 selling they're not working they were selling when i say working i mean working for the company they were making them money right and everybody jumped on the bandwagon right they said wait a minute they're selling a three gram scoop or a five grand scoop and we're selling 10 grams, right. their, their cost is at least half of ours. Right. We need to do the same thing. So everybody right. jumped on that bandwagon and started lying. And they could because the consumer didn't know. Right. Oh, it's concentrated. Right. Why would they lie to me? Right. They shouldn't be able to lie to me. It was right? a race to the bottom, literally. Yes, they can lie to you. Believe yeah. it. And, and, exactly. And, 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 what, and, and what Jim is, is referring to is that was what that aha moment was for me. Was I think you literally said just that. And you're like, it's a race to the bottom to where like, and I'm like, yeah. in the most basic form. And I'm, if and if it like, continued, the again, like I said, supplements yeah. started, yeah. supplements created the pharmaceutical industry, but it's companies that are lying to consumers that are killing the name of supplements. They're, right. they're, they're ruining the perception. People think that supplements are a joke. Or a dirty word. Right. But oh, you take supplements? You, you, you take snake oil? And, okay. and yeah, you're right, because right. the products that you're right. buying don't have the actual dosing. Right. That, it's like the ibuprofen example, I exactly. guess, right? That the one the thing one. about ibuprofen, we all know 
When you buy ibuprofen, the dose is right around 200 milligrams, maybe right. 220, somewhere right around there, right? That's an effective dose. Take That's established. Up. You can't, there's no company that can put out an ibuprofen product that has 100 milligrams or let's say right. 50 milligrams. You want your right? fever to go down, but, it takes that. But right, <laughs> to be effective, yeah. right? But what if a company did that? What if they had a hot spot at some highly traveled uh, store where people came in and out and they saw this really cheap ibuprofen? Nobody reads the uh -huh. back of the label, but it was half the price that they normally pay, but that. it was only 50 milligrams, right? They would buy that, right? And then ibuprofen once- Ibuprofen wouldn't work. And ibuprofen would no longer work. And then suddenly ibuprofen is a joke, right? right? No, it's not a joke at the right dose, right? <laughs> you know? So, so, so with pre so that's what, how did you, you know? So that's basically why we started JYM, right. Gym Supplement Science, to stop that. Because that was most, most things in, 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 in the marketplace. And I remember we were sitting in your front yard and there's a video. It's called, um, you know, scoop, scoop, scoop size, comparison. yeah, scoop size comparison. And we literally went to, and this is funny because now I'm seeing all these brands now kind of do their own form of it. And I'm, it's just, right. in some way I'm happy. Exactly. I mean, not exactly. Yeah. What we like, wanted, what we, we, what we created with pre-gym, the original pre-gym, uh, we can talk about pre-gym X soon, but um, when that launched almost nine years ago, uh, this July be nine years, it, it really was to show and to save the industry. It right. was to save these, right. the, the, it was literally to save, I, it, 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 it kind of sounds a little. It's not though. Sensational and, but to be honest with you, we literally, we I tried agree. with the regula regulatory committee, that didn't work. Right. And finally, I'm like, the only thing that's gonna work is right. to show them what they, right. <laughs> what to take, that right. they provide it to them. That's right. the only way we're gonna change the industry. And right. now try to find a three gram scoop pre-workout oh you you can but that used to be the norm right when you would go to bodybuilding the old days bodybuilding.com and they were now you go to amazon right back then if you went to any of these websites or you went into gnc and looked at a pre-workout the majority of them were under five grams right at a, one time right that's no longer the case so right. it's a win for everyone i agree unfortunately but that it, it, they're still not doing it. Well, and, and that's the thing is that like, so it's better though. You it's better. You have, you put in, I remember when, when we came out with, this is the first pre-gym right here and something that really stood out to me because I'll be honest yeah, look with at you. That, the original. So it's, it's crazy. For those who don't right. go back with us uh, nine years, this is the original pre-gym bottle, the label. I think this might've been the first one that we launched in 2013. <laughs> it probably was. I actually have the first one that I got, um, you know, when it was sent to me, I, I still yep. have the original bottle, but, but the thing that stood out to me on this when, when, you know, cause it was, it was, you know, you and I both were a part of the decision-making and getting all this stuff done and you made it real impair, uh, real important to, to put, you know, this six grams BCAs, uh, six grams citrulline malate, uh, two grams creatine hydrochloride, two grams beta alanine, 1.5 grams, uh, betaine on here on the front. Now there's other ingredients in sure. here. But I remember you saying to me, you're like, Mike, if most pre-workouts could just get there, right? We'd be good. consumers would have a much right. better option. Yes. And, but you were the one, because we see a lot of pre-workouts today where they're using those catchy ingredients now, 
But I, I'm going to say this. I think you're the godfather of the new generation of pre-workouts because before you formulated this and before we brought it to market, there was no standard that existed for consumers to have any awareness of what to look for. Right. Like none. And now because... And it was a stimulant war. They were all, it was a stim war. But it I... was like, what gets me the highest? Exactly. You know but well, you were the first one, you, Jim, because certainly... I had no idea about formulation. I'm just like asking as a consumer, lucky enough to be in the same room to where we formed a business about it, but I really was a consumer. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I need to understand what it is to, to put in here and then see what you're saying and then figure out a way to regurgitate that to millions of people right. to where they get so that they message. they understand it. Right, but, but these, okay, so let's just stick with these five because we see many of these ingredients now in most pre-workouts. What, what, was the decision behind, I think it's important. I know it's a question that I could answer for myself, but for people who are just listening or realizing who you are for the first time, why these five, so to speak? Well, as I was saying, when we talked about proprietary blends, we wish that they were hiding some secret formula they had created that was amazing, right? Unfortunately, most supplement companies don't even have a scientist who works for them. Right. It's literally buzzword. What's the hot ingredient? Correct. Throw it in there. It doesn't matter what dosing it is as long as it's on there so that people can see and go, oh, it's got creatine. Oh, it's got. Right? But. Because this is going to lead me into this, which I want to yeah. get to eventually. But, but I want to know the why. The way that this was formulated was right. not, oh, what should I throw in a pre-workout? This was formulated based on years of recommending ingredients and trying ingredients in the actual gym with the clients that I was working with. And then at the magazines, because I had a readership that was following me, we could test things by the thousands and thousands of people, right? And get feedback from them. And what I kept landing on were those ingredients that you needed, the real ingredient. Again, pre where I get most people think a pre-workout is a, a stim, right? I want to get And that's coming up. back. I want to get stimmed up. And that's coming back. And my, and any real bodybuilder or any real weightlifter will tell you, if that's what you need to get to the gym, you're doing something wrong. Right. If you need every workout to have something to stim you up. Something else is off. Something's wrong. Right. With your nutrition, with your training, there's something off, right? You're never going to make gains that that way. You know, you, you, the drive has to come. If you're looking for that stim. Now. Yeah. Does pre-gym X light you up? Yes. And it's designed for those days where you need to be lit up. And we'll get into Project X, right? You need to be lit up on those 30. (laughs) I need to be. I need. Four sets of 30 reps, right. But every day you you do not need to feel or you shouldn't need to feel that way. And what I was educating long before pre-gym ever came out, long before the pre-workout category turned into a stimulant war was nutrients. Right. Like what is going to... Nutrients versus stimulants. Yes. What is going to enhance your workout and what is going to enhance your results after the workout's over? Right. Right? And that's what we saw with the results of this. Sure. Caffeine has benefits, Right. right? Caffeine, sure. Caffeine is one of the few ingredients that if you take enough, it will actually give you an immediate... Effect, a, effect you feel it right. but also in strength you can there's research that shows that a high dose okay at least 300 milligrams you get you get a strength boost immediate strength boost from taking caffeine but 
the real magic of pre-gym is the branch chains, the beta alanine, the betaine, the citrulline malate. These are ingredients and true nutrients that enhance the way your body gets energy, the way your body contracts the muscle, right? And the way your body recovers. Right. And that's what weightlifting is about, right? That's what training is about. It's not about getting stimmed up and feeling crazy and coming to the gym, you know? Right. That you're, if that's what you're doing, you're missing out because you're not getting those ingredients that are really going to maximize your workout and your results after. Right. And that was what we saw immediately, I think, when people started taking this. There were two takeaways. There was one side where people were like, I have clean energy, strength, no crash. Because right. that was exactly the things they weren't getting Precisely. from those other products. And so those are the three takeaways. And this thing just took off like a rocket ship. And, you know, but it was funny because I think some of the, some of the critics were out there trying to say, oh, well, you know, you don't need a protein scoop size. You know, it, 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 right. was just, it was just interesting how you looked at, and that was critics coming from consumers, not, not the critics who were trying to, you know, people were saying, well, why is a scoop size so big? I, you know, it's inconvenient to have so much. Right, yeah. It was like a re-education. Right, yeah. Exactly. That's, a, that's the thing. People were <laughs> complaining about getting too much, and I'm like, you're complaining <laughs> that you're getting more? <laughs> That, that, we actually have an article. You're complaining. I, think you I was like, that's like <laughs> going to the store and paying for a quart of milk, but getting a gallon and being mad. Like, I don't, I don't want the it's whole gallon for that cheap price. I want to pay more for this gallon. Yeah. It's not going to fit in my, you know, like what? I've given you more. <laughs> and, but again, they were so right. conditioned to think that this tiny little scoop was right. like I was doing it wrong because I couldn't figure out how to concentrate. Whereas right. everybody else could get it down to three grams and it was so easy to mix, Jim, right. and tasted great. Right. Well, of course, there's nothing You're in there. You're a scientist, figure out how to condense there, there's it. More, there's more <laughs> grams of flavoring in your pre-workout scoop than there is of ingredients. Right. More grams of flavor. Right, right, <laughs> exactly. So yes, it, of course it tastes good, you know? And, and, and this is stood because this was a part of you know, a system, which we don't want to have to go down that rabbit hole because I know, you know, we, we're working on a time slot here, but that's when I started seeing that there was a system involved in your formulation process. And what we noticed was that when we would launch something, the explanation of that synergy mm-hmm. of products to product, I think we were the only brand to where literally you could take almost every single product on a daily basis because it was Precisely. a part of a larger that's system. Right. They all, they work together. And, and that's the importance of the non-proprietary blend. What if you're taking a fat burner or something and it doesn't tell you how much caffeine? Right. And then you're taking a pre-workout that also doesn't tell you how much caffeine. Right. You're screwed. You don't know how much caffeine you've taken in a day. You right. need to know how much caffeine, particularly if you're sensitive or, you know, or you're right. not. You need, you know, you need to know. And, and I thought that, a, that's not just wrong, it's irresponsible. Right. I provide those ingredients, the dosing, so that you can see, oh, I'm getting 300 now if I take Jim's fat burner. I'm getting another 200 milligrams. That's fine, you know? That's right. good. That's okay for me. Right. Some, another person might be, I can't go over 300 milligrams of caffeine a day, you know? Right. They right. need to know that. That's just one reason why you need to know. But the importance is that these ingredients all work together. Particularly right. pre-gym and post-gym. Right. 
right? And, and one of the things that critics say is when they review a product, they review just the product. Right. They don't review, oh, he has a pre-workout that's Do we have post him around here? With a post-workout, right? Yeah. So that you're getting your creatine, your betaine, your beta alanine, your branch chains before you train. Then you're getting another dose after. And we can talk about the right. benefits of that. But what, what was happening is people would review this and go, oh, it's not that good of a pre-workout because it only Well, this has is years later. Two grams of beta alanine. And it's just like, well. There's a system there. Yes. You take it before and after because you're better off getting multiple doses. And right. the best time to take an ingredient is around workouts. Around workouts, right. right before. And that led to, because I think that when we started seeing the shift in the industry, where now people are like, okay, Jim figured it out. He's finally talking about ingredients, talking about these five must-have ingredients, talking about, um, you know, products. And as, as you said, you know, rating pre-work. It's almost like it was, then it was a race to the top, essentially, right? Right, yes. Let's, let's start reversing course and start putting in more and more and more Yeah, and more. Jim's got six grams of citrulline. Let's put in eight. Exactly. And, and, and you and I started noticing this, and, and you're like, they're still missing it because maybe they're just hanging their hat on the fact like, oh, we have eight grams of citrulline malate right. and we have this, but there's, but there's no branch. There was no branch or change or something, no right? beta alanine. So how did this come about based on now pre X guys is the next generation of pre-workouts that we've launched, but it took a long time. And a lot of people don't understand this, that it wasn't just let's double everything up. Right. Let's just put those two products in a bottle and double it and call it a day. Right. Right. If you guys understood my frustration, <laughs> that when, when I mean frustration, because when you hit deadlines, when you have deadlines, you're like, hey, we're going to do this. Now, the formulation process in terms of the, 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 the thinking took years to, yes. to get to the point to where you literally created like almost like an algorithm to create that. Talk about Precisely. that for a little bit. So, yeah. So when, when we were working on Pre-Gym X... I started with the base. Can I have the, yeah, any of the pre's? I started with the base formula, right? Use this pre gym, one. Is, yeah. yeah. The pre gym formula. So everything that's in pre gym is in pre gym X, right? But then, right, I increased those ingredients. We doubled up on the creatine, we doubled up on the beta alanine and the betaine, mainly, like I was saying, to silence the critics who look at this as a single ingredient. Okay, there's your dosing, right? However, there's a new study now showing that you only need two grams of beta alanine. Well, right, because it's, it's about saturating period. the muscles. Exactly. Right. But anyway, so we have that in there for the people that A, want to critically review this, and B, don't want to... Well, what we found out... Have to take the post if you don't want to have to take right, the post, but, right? But, you, but one thing, too, that we found out was also placement of product within the marketplace. Because when we were exclusively on bodybuilding.com and we're online, we could get in front of the consumer to explain the process of the, the pre and the post, yes. right? As a system, as a synergy, sell them together. When you start putting products on like a shelf and that story, that education is not in front of just... You know, the yeah, kid walking in. It's not there at Amazon. Right. It's not there at GMC. So they're pulling down one product versus understanding exactly. the benefits of the both. One, of both, And so that's where we actually start talking. And you're like, well, let's look at this for a longer yeah. period of time. But to get here, it was a process. Yes. And so 
Like that, that's just those ingredients. But then, then what I did is I broke down the main components of your pre-workout, right? So you have, if you look in the back of the bottle, right, we broke it down into the muscle matrix. So those are your main nutrients, right, right. that you're getting, your beta alanine, your betaine, your branch chains, right? Those are all your amino acids that are actually physically uh, enhancing the muscle, but then I broke it up into the nootropics, right? Your that sort of mind uh, energy, and then the pump. And so, what I did is I took the base formula, and then I started testing different ingredients for just pump, right, or right. just the nootropics separately, right? And remember, oh, I was sending, oh, yeah, it was. I was sending our staff and and Jim Army people, literally hundreds and hundreds of samples of products that had different doses and different ingredients yep. so that we found what created the best pump and, and the best, the best focus, the best right. drive, right? And, and, and so if you want to talk about the, the details on the pump, right. we landed on bumping up the nitrate component. There's 860 milligrams of night. It's unheard of. 860 milligrams. You try to find me a brand that has 500 milligrams of nitrates in their dose. You want to try 860 milligrams? Yeah, it's insane. And then, and then I have the pine bark. And what's the pine bark for? Along with the, the increase in citrulline malate, right? Mm -hmm. So we've got now uh, more citrulline malate citrulline and the pine nitrate, bark. Right. And so you've got... You've got two pathways creating nitric oxide in the body, and the nitric oxide is what gives you that pump because it widens the blood vessels. You get more blood flow going to the muscles. That delivers more nutrients, more water. That water goes into the muscle and literally swells the muscle. Right. That's, that's your pump, right? So with those two pathways, we start, we have arginine creating nitric oxide, which is what the citrulline is. Citrulline is just another form of arginine but it's taken up by the body better than arginine and gets converted into arginine better. You used to say it was like arginine in sheep's clothing or something like that. Or there's an analogy. Yeah, because, so yeah. the problem with arginine yeah. is when you take arginine, it gets broken down in the intestines, right. right? There's actually an enzyme that breaks it down. Not so for citrulline. So citrulline sort of sneaks right. through and then right. the body converts it into arginine. Right. So, when, so when companies utilize arginine as their pump enhancer versus citrulline, what would you say? I'd say, why not use citrulline? <laughs> I mean, it's already, Which, it, it's already, it's, and you know, you'll see all these different forms of arginine out right. there, right? Arginine AKG, right? Um, and, and my take is, well, we, we is, and there are all ways to try to increase the uptake of arginine because it's poorly taken up. And I'm like, but the science already proved what works. It's called citrulline. But that's, but that's to your point, though. And, and, <laughs> and, and there's a study showing right. that if you take four grams of citrulline and four grams of arginine, right. guess what raises your arginine levels in the body better? The citrulline. Right. But that's where I think the industry, sadly, because there have been critics out there who are now trying to basically... <laughs> They're the guys who were in the forums back when we started, really, right. right? And so what you have is you have this fragmented uh, uh, platform of information where, like, it used to be the magazine, you own that. Then it was bodybuilding.com, you own that. Then it was social media, you started to own that, but now everyone could have their own platform. Right. Everyone can do it. So everyone's an expert. And what I'm seeing, I literally, Jim, I want to ask you this question because I literally saw somebody who reviewed this 
And, you know, they got a big following and all that far. They're like a bro scientist. And he goes, yeah, it's a good product. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know why he has beta alanine in there or BCAAs in there. Right. And so you have and to I'm remember like, a little bit of knowledge. I was shocked. A little bit of knowledge is dangerous. Dude. A little bit of knowledge is dangerous. And so, so I've been fighting the beta alanine thing for since I launched pre-gym. Why are you putting beta alanine in there? The research on beta alanine, yes, they gave it to them twice a day, but they didn't give it to them around workouts. Yeah. They just had them take it whenever they could. <laughs> Randomly. So you're complaining that I'm giving you precise timing when the study was just random times? So you want random? <laughs> Is better? Just because the study did that? Now, I know the guy who did most of the studies on beta alanine, Jay Hoffman. We, we were both at UConn together. He's a good friend of oh, mine. Oh, so you just didn't read about it like some of these other yeah, guys do, right? he's a good friend okay. of mine. Got it. Does Jay Hoffman use beta alanine? Hell no. <laughs> Jay, I'm not, do you even work out still? Again, I'm sure he works out, but at, at a hardcore level, no, right? He's on committees. He's in academia. He knows very little about the actual day-to-day -day use and how Applica athletes- Practical application. Practical application. Right. So how do you get subjects to take an ingredient, well, you just try to get, they're going to take it twice a day. You just try to have them take it around some meal, right? A better way would be around workouts. Why? Why? Well, first of all, convenience. When are you thinking about supplementation? Random times a day? Oh, it's eight in the morning. I'm at work. I better take my beta alanine. Or, hey, it's time to go to the gym. Maybe I should take my beta alanine, right? <laughs> Reason number one for me. Right. Reason number two is we know when muscle is stimulated, it takes up nutrients better. Right. Hey, when would you want to take your nutrients? At a time when you're sitting around and the muscles aren't maximizing their uptake? When or blood is getting into the muscle. When you're <laughs> carrying right? the nutrients into the muscle. <laughs> and second, with beta alanine in right. particular, what the bro scientists don't know is it's a neuro. Stim. It stimulates right. your nervous system. So, But that's what they say, dude, is they're like, would I don't you, like that. It's would like, you want to take that before bed? There's people who take post-gym right. and can't sleep at night. Right. And we realize it's the beta alanine. Some people are hypersensitive to the beta alanine. So would you take your beta alanine before bed when it might disturb your sleep? Or would you take it before a workout when the stimulant, when a neurostim is going to give right. you a little more drive? When would you take it? Right, around workouts. Yeah. Exactly. Right? It's a stimulant. Right, right. And with all the other stimulants, it adds to the overall. So, so why would, they, see, that's the thing is, is like. And, so and why that, would they say? Why are they even trying Because to, they're, they don't, like I said, a little bit of knowledge. Is dangerous. Is dangerous. Right. right? right. What else do they say shouldn't be in a pre -workout? Well, and that's the thing. because like the, branch chains, Yeah, right? branch chains. And even, I, I heard this one, I'm no joke. Why creatine? You could just, you know, it doesn't need to be in there. You can just go buy a creatine over here. And I'm like. Again, to spend more money. When, like, when would you take creatine at a random time of right. day? Right. Or would you want to take it when the uptake is going to be enhanced? So, because the other thing is like BCAs. You don't want BCAs in your in, in your pre workout. Why are they in pre gym <laughs> X? I, I I'm asking on behalf again, of there's you a, know? there's a there's it depends on the person, right? A lot of people think it's useless to have branch chains in your pre-workout because leucine doesn't turn on muscle protein synthesis till you're resting. So why would you waste it? Because it's an energy source. 
Every amino acid that you consume goes to your liver. The majority of them get broken down by the liver, oxidized, converted into fat, converted into glucose, or they might get reconverted into an amino acid, maybe, right? That's what the liver decides. The only three amino acids, the only three amino acids, I'll say it again, the only three amino acids that don't get broken down in the liver are the three branch chains. They get a pass. The liver goes, you guys are so critical right. for energy. We're going to let you go right to the muscle, right to the tissues of the body, right? So um, anyone who's using that analogy doesn't understand the fact that they're used. Because they're in here for energy. Plus, energy. Yes, in the pre-workout. Yes. In your post-workout. It's for recovery. It's for, that's when it stimulates, right? right? But right. these amino acids get used directly as a fuel source and... Right. But that's, and, but that's why, Jim, And what is you the, didn't increase BCAs in here, did you, for pre-workout, right? No, exactly. It's the same amount, right? Okay. It's already enough, right? Just, this is the shit that I but think people just need to hear. The other thing that people, people right. always focus on leucine, leucine, leucine. Right. Because in your post-workout, yep. it turns on muscle protein synthesis. It literally stimulates mTOR, right? Right. Like a key. It literally, without enough leucine, you're never going to stimulate muscle protein synthesis. You have to have enough leucine, at least three grams, right? In a pre-workout, the most valuable player is not leucine. It's valine. Why? Because valine gets taken up by the brain, okay? What else gets taken up by the brain when you exercise? Tryptophan. And when tryptophan gets taken up by the brain, it gets converted to serotonin. And serotonin is a nice-feeling compound, but you don't want that during the workout. It makes you sluggish. And the research that was being done, and this was done at University of Connecticut. Now, it was in the nutrition department, but the nutrition department was working... Directly with us in the exercise. Weren't you there? Physiology, yes. I was actually there <laughs> while we were running runners on the treadmill and giving them branch chains right. to see. And what does it do? It enhances their performance. Right. You, so, and that's the thing, guys. So there's, he literally there's a witnessed group. doing this. Yeah. The, there's, there's, right. a, there's scientists. And again, if you look at the scientists, these are the guys that don't work out, right? <laughs> okay? And again. I know. I know what you mean, dude. Like, I know what you mean. You know, like you can't recommend how to take a supplement unless you've used the actual supplement. Right. I don't care what degree you have or where you went to school. Practical yeah, I did my postdoc at Yale University School of Medicine, and I can also work out. <laughs> I know, I know what a bicep curl is. So unless right. you work out, I don't want to. I don't care what you say, but they these uh, you know these little pencil necks say, well, there's rat studies that show that leucine actually decreases performance. Really, because every human right. study I've seen shows that it can enhance energy right. and performance. And again, based on when you're that, trying to put an inch on your arm and you've done it. Yes. I think that's a little bit of a street right. cred. And, and so, so that's yeah, where uh, we are with the branch chains right. is why the critics who really but don't the, understand. Cause that's the, cause they're comparing these, these products that are in the marketplace right now that tried to one up pre gym, haven't really gotten the, 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 the hockey stick you know, uh, popularity and results like we have with that. So what they've done is they've tried to almost kind of tear down some of the things. I look at it from a pure standpoint of number one, what I've learned from you, mm -hmm. what's not in there, what you've always told me what needs to be in there. But then also, cause we have the opportunity to look at cost of ingredients. And so the messaging behind some of that stuff, guys, just so you know, when certain BCAAs are fucking expensive. expensive. 
Okay. So it's very easy to then create a narrative yep. on a platform where you have so, following so to what, say, so, I left yeah. him out because Remember. of this, but really you left him out because right. you want to put him in because it's too expensive. Remember, for every study that shows an ingredient is beneficial, you will find one that shows it's not, right? Right. So all you do is cherry pick your research and say, right. oh, he's got branch chains in his and we don't. How can we prove he's wrong? Right. Let's find a study that shows in rats, leucine did this. Right. And like, hang our hat on it. And it's like, it's right. not even a direct study. It's like, well, based on the pathway that it would decrease their performance, or it could. And that's the study. Whereas we have human studies with people actually taking the branch chain showing right. that they get an enhancement in energy, performance. And the best human anecdotal evidence that we found has right. been... The consumers, you guys, and the the real reviews. real athletes, yes. people, and, who are and I don't, I'm not talking about competitive yes. athletes, guys. Yes. I'm talking about you guys, the guys in the gym, right, working out, right. That that's the difference. Is the problem with a lot of research studies is it's not the population that's using the product. They're they're newbies a lot of times, right. And when you give a newbie an ingredient, well, the newbie gets such gains from you know. Uh, you know, neural, uh, it's like HMB. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like it's, right. but, but it, like, <laughs> we don't want to go down there. <laughs> but what I'm saying is you're not going to give somebody a, a newbie creatine and expect them to gain 10 pounds more than another guy who wasn't taking creatine because they're newbies. They're both going to gain 10 pounds regardless of, because they started working out, they right. were doing nothing and now they're working out. Right. right. They're going to gain 10 pounds of muscle, whether right. they take creatine whether they just drink water, right? Their muscles are prime because when you're starting here, you've got a big, but when you're up here. Right, it's harder. This is who we're working with. Right. Now, this is right. who I'm talking to. Yes. Okay, if you're down here, sure, you don't need the creatine. You probably don't need the branch chains. But if you're here, trying to get to here. Right. Good luck getting here without right. the branch chains. And from the, you know and, what I'm saying? And, and that's the nice thing, I think, about the, the, the way in which we are at from just our personalities and the things that we can bring to the table is you've always said like, I'm always the consumer. I get to ask questions. Maybe some people will be too embarrassed to, or maybe intimidated or whatever. I get to ask the question still as a consumer. Now, granted over the years, like I've learned a lot. Okay. But number one, I could never, never, Never in my wilds, and I'm so lucky to be doing this with you. And I mean that. Like every day I wake up and I am like so thankful of like how the stars align to where you and I have been able to come together to do these things. And more importantly, I'm still in amazement of who you are and what you've done for for me and then what you've done for this industry and what you've done for our consumers. And the thing is, is I feel like I've been a part of being able to be a part of that process with you. Um, and it's exciting and it gives me so much runway in terms of like where we're going with things. And I feel like we're not done. And I'd like to ask you one final question, which is where do you see us kind of going in the next several years and, and things like, well, are, are we just done or are we just going to continue? Like, what are we going to do? Yeah. Well, we're never done because, um, there's always something that, that needs to be fixed in the industry. Right. Um, I can't always predict what that would be, but right. 
there'll be something that right. will be changing. Now, in the immediate future, I'm working on, we're working on pre-gym RTD, ready right. to drink, so that yep. we can uh, get it right after. You don't have to mix it up. Uh, it'll be sold in gyms, uh, likely, so that. More grab and go. But yep. it's funny because when you talked about that, there would be some tweaks, and we don't have to get into it. Yeah, but exactly. to make sure that there is that. We always think a couple things is, number one, it starts with, like, the science in in the form of, like, this is, like, everything that you want, right? But now how do we get it to actually function with everyone who wants it? Right. And in a way that most people can afford it and still get the benefits. It's like, you know, of course, there's always going to be scale of, I mean, I would love to have like a car that drives like a Ferrari, has wings on it and flies me around. You know, it's right. like, of course, you know, of course. <laughs> what's the price? What's the practical it? application of that idea? Yeah. And so that's where we're, we're working on different things, but it's exciting, Jim. Yeah, because, and, that, and that's the other thing right. to remember in the industry is that, when we make a product, there's a price tag that we got to be cognizant of because it costs money. Right. Do you know what I mean? I, I can make the best product, but if it's not cost effective, there's no one that's going to be able to right. buy that and use that. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. So, and that's what the nice thing about the challenge is, is not having to cut corners. Right. Right. And finding those ingredients at the right doses that works and it's still within the reach for, well, I, look, I get it. Pre-gym X for most people is very expensive. Look right. what you're getting. Right. Again, right? We used to be right. talking about three to five gram scoops. Now you're looking at almost a 40. 38 grams. Gram scoop here. It's like a protein size scoop. But you get what you pay for. And most, and most brands are shifting towards this. And that's been the, the path that. But, you, but right. regardless, we're not charging a hundred dollars. No, this. that it, you know it, I mean? most like, brands to get the margins that they would, that would want, they wouldn't have to for what they this would cost to right, make. Right. It would you would see this for at least ninety nine dollars easily, easily, right? easily, easily. So. And and th and those are the considerations that the consumers. I, I I hope you guys understand that. You know, this brand was started by a desire and need from two guys sitting around having a frustration with what they wanted in the marketplace and what wasn't there, but somebody knew what needed to be there. And it's still us. Right. It, nine years later, it's not, it's, it's still that desire and that need is there. And I get very defensive of you when I hear a lot of these other people coming into the marketplace, not, I, I look, I, I I'm, I'm a capitalist. So I'm, all encouraged. Somebody wants to step in the supplement space, be my guest, mm -hmm. right? But do it in a way that we did in which, you know, we did it the right way. We never in everyone's, oh, you guys took shots at, we never did. We just sat there and said, here's what something needs to be that's going to give you a result. I'm sorry if the product in your cabinet doesn't have these ingredients, you might want to go look. Right. That's as far as it ever went. And a lot of people who are now trying to come into these, the marketplace, and many of them, I'll be honest with you, they're the guys who are in the forums. These are guys who were in forums years ago who yep. didn't have a platform that all of a sudden this thing called YouTube, this thing called social media, they put their little thinking caps on, they read a research study, large in part the studies that you used to write with your colleagues that were published because I don't see any of their names on the freaking you know, bylines. 
And they're basically regurgitating nonsense for the own benefit of trying to say, I have an argument that is against Jim Stepani. And I will welcome anybody who wants to come here. We will fly it. And you want to have an ingredient debate with you? I'd love to have it. At, not with oh, you, you know, no. but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. and I've seen this happen. I would go to conferences uh, with, with, uh, 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 were they conferences or the, the shows? Remember the, the Birmingham and, and uh, was it Bur- it been the conferences, expos. Yeah, and literally watching this, and it's like you have these presenting people on stage. You get, you know, the best guys on stage, the minds on stage. And it's hilarious because everyone just asks a question in the audience, and all of them look at Jim first, waiting for his answer first, right? Waiting for him to speak first to get the sense of where they stood based on what they were going to discuss because they didn't want to get freaking like, you know, lasered off stage by speaking, as you said, uh, a little bit of ignorance is dangerous. Yeah, a little bit of knowledge. A little, is, yeah, a little, oh, really, a little bit of yeah, knowledge. And I witnessed, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right. Cause that little bit of knowledge causes the ignorance. <laughs> but I've witnessed that guys. And, and, and I will say this, there is, you, you're, you've been an icon in this industry. You've done an amazing job to help myself, to help hundreds of thousands, I know for sure, and quite possibly millions of people who've done their programs in the past. And I'm just so fortunate and so lucky to say that I can't wait for some of the things. I know we didn't get a chance to get into some of the other things like I wanted to, so we'll definitely have to kind of get yeah, to we'll it, Yeah, we'll do too. this again. Um, but, you know, we're getting the rap sign over here because I think the battery on the cameras might be done. <laughs> <laughs> You and I can do yeah. this like all day oh, long, guys. Seriously. Like all Literally, day long. For hours and days. I know. No time limit next time, Mikey. I mean, come on. What are we doing over here? Uh, but um, but look, man, I, I'm super excited that we were able to do this, that we were able to do it here. Um, I, I want to do it like as much as we possibly can. I don't think that anybody will get exhausted listening to you and having some of the pivotal questions that – quite possibly some of the other people are, are doing. Cause again, you, as I said at the beginning and I'll say at the end, the source of information always needs somebody who is in the crowd asking them the question, because you're not looking for a guy like you. There's millions of people out there who are looking for somebody to come to cause they have questions. They want knowledge. They want information. And I've never seen anybody being able to give it to you to give it to the audience in a way that's up here. It's not, let me look at it. There's no one like you, and I want everyone okay. to know that. There is nobody like Dr. Jim Stepani. Nobody. Nobody in this industry who's done more, in my opinion, other than maybe Joe Weider and quite possibly Bill Phillips. You know, in the past we talked about that, but there is nobody who's done more for this industry for good beyond the expectations of having a brand grow than this man. And it is my goal to make sure that every single person who crosses paths, paths with this brand and you understands that and feels the same way. So i um, super happy to start this. I'm happy about this podcast that we're going to do it. And I want to do it more, Jim. So thanks. Definitely. Man. Oh, are you kidding? Thank everyone for listening. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, hey, until next time, I think we're going to have to kind of do a, a take two because we didn't get to a lot of things today. We got to talk about Jim's new program, Project <laughs> X. We got to talk more about pre-Jim X. We're going to get into the components of some of the new things like we hinted around. There's so much discussion here. As you can see, there's a lot of passion between what we do, and I hope you guys enjoy. Jim, final yeah. sign off. I just want to thank everyone 
for your trust, your support, and for watching the content. Appreciate you all more than you know. Awesome, guys. Take care.